Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the chaotic nonsense that is Comics Relaunched with myself, the amazing and magnificent Aaron Fowler, and the beautiful and illuminescent Jake Archer. Illuminescent, that's new. <laughs> hey, what, what can I say? I, I was, I'm thinking on, on the fly with rum. Uh, we live we live in a world of fake news now. Wow. Everything I'm going to tell you today is not real. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uncertain facts. But speaking of which, speaking of which, while we're on the topic, uh, not long before we recorded this episode, I was watching uh, Channel 4 News. Oh, fucking hell, here we go. Uh, Channel 4 have got a series of programs at the minute about fake news. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing They were doing a segment on the news about uh, Google's uh, biased search autocomplete. Yeah. Rubbish, because it's based on however many searches there are. The more searches, the more likely that's about to appear. And she said, if you type in, the Holocaust is A, and then apparently it autocompletes, and she listed off the things that she autocompleted, but they also made the mistake of showing the screen. Oh, and the God. things that she said did not match up to the things that were on the screen. She was like, the, and, the, and the fourth one down says the Holocaust is a hoax. I slightly rewinded it, did not say that, said the Holocaust is an example of genocide. <laughs> so, Channel 4, fake news, that's the definition of fake news. <laughs> yes. It's just... So there we go. We're, this is the world we're living in now. Untrustworthy facts. Well, it's a shit world to live in, so you never know. Trust no one apart from yourself. Yes. Right. Now, before we get into our new show, there are some changes. There's a lot of yeah. things I've been working on for this. Um, now, the most important thing is the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Our Twitter page now regularly updates, probably at least three times a day. Well, what I'm like doing... Trust- well, it's like Trump's Twitter. It is now full of stuff. Yes. Every day, I try I try anything I see that's newsworthy, I take it and I put it on Twitter. I, just, I put news and then put a, put a brief headline. I don't put a lot of information, but I'll, if it's important, I'll put a link. But um, So, yeah, all the news goes on there, as well as information about the show. Um... And episodes will be posted on Twitter, so Twitter is probably the best place to follow us. It will be because that's the most updated version. Uh, obviously, the Facebook the Facebook is more about the show rather than news and stuff. So any updates about the show and things that are more lengthy will go on there. So if there's any big news about the show, it will go on Facebook. Um, well, and it will all be from you, because let's face it... Yeah, it's all... It, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the social media guy. It's also the fact that literally it was the first time today I accidentally stumbled onto Facebook in the first time in, like, two months, <laughs> because I followed an, an, um, an ad, and it's like, oh, I went to Facebook. Well, what's going on? Oh, nothing. This was just terrible. <laughs> yeah, as it says in the, uh, in the new, new Trainspotting film, choose life, choose Facebook, choose Twitter, and hope someone, somewhere, actually cares. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you've got the Twitter, you've got the Facebook, but also now, and Aaron's going to grumble in a moan, Go we on. have a Tumblr page. I'm not against that. But it's not, <clears throat> it's not like every, it's not 
a Tumblr page where we're doing rants and stuff. What it is, it's just, if I have an idea for an article, I'm going to write it down, and I'm going to post it on Tumblr. Um, I've got a couple up there already. So the Tumblr, so the Twitter handles, uh, Twitter handle is at Comic Relaunched. I couldn't fit the S in there, it really bugs me. Um, And then you have, the Facebook is just type in Comics Relaunched Podcast. And the Tumblr, with me, is, not Yumblr, that's that's not the site. Tumblr is, I'm pretty sure, just comics relaunched. Tumblr.com, I think. I think. Yes, comics relaunched. Tumblr.com. Nice. So that's that's there, and um, on there, so far, there's an article. There's a a brief review of uh, the first episode of Riverdale. Um. There is a article about the five DC Rebirth books we need, and then what I'm planning on doing is a weekly segment mm. because we've got rid of it on this on the actual show is a review segment. So um, that started last week. So you've got going back to last week. There's a review, and it's always it's always going to be number ones. I'm not going to review random issues in the middle of a story arc. Unless it's significant, then I'll do it as a separate post. So you've got... Uh, so last week I did um, Green Lantern, Planet of the Apes, uh, Bullseye issue one, and Darth Maul issue one. And this week I've done Justice League of America Rebirth and Kingpin issue one. So go on there, check it out, give a few things, give some feedback. Because obviously the the messaging system is quite good on Tumblr, so you can send it us is, a message. Yeah. If you if you don't want your name shown to us, you can send us an anonymous message on Tumblr, and then I can, and then we can talk about it. Um, if Tumblr you want it, itself is actually a really decent platform. It's just yeah, kind of it's just the people that are on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing: you don't need to be on Tumblr to look at these. You can look at these without having an account. I'm pretty sure you can send an anonymous message without an account. You can, yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, also you can send us messages on Twitter. Well, you can send us ads on Twitter. Just mention us on Twitter. You can send us messages on Facebook, or you can send us an email at it's still the old email address because I can't change it. Just a pilotcast dot gmail dot co dot com dot com. Or you can send it to my personal email, which is jakearcher sixteen at gmail dot com. Doesn't really matter. Oh, and we're now on YouTube. We are, yes. Yeah, I base, it's not a video. Well, essentially, I just put the audio to a picture of the logo, and then it you just listen to it on YouTube. A lot. Uh, I've had a couple of people say that's a preferred way of doing it because not everyone has Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and, see, that's the thing we have to do at some point is we have to actually get a proper logo because that is a temporary one I put up a while. Yeah, back. we'll have to. Yeah. It'd be nice if someone did some art or something to send in. And Artists out there, do you ship? Obviously, there aren't any pictures of us because we haven't done any. But I was, I'm thinking of possibly every now and again doing a little vlog post. Yeah, that's YouTube. good to me. Just because my cat, my webcam's quite good, and my and my computer microphone's quite good. So mine's solid as rock. My webcam, I bought it. Yeah, so I, I was gonna do one about um, the Oscars. Hmm. Because um, uh, I have, see, I've seen most of the films, and I was planning to have seen all of the Best Picture nominees. 
but that just didn't happen in the end. So there we go. A uh, bit of housekeeping from last episode. I want to give a few shout outs to things that we missed that I've now seen since. So uh, Manchester by the Sea. Go give that a watch. Um, uh, what else do I see? Uh, Arrival. Arrival. Man, have you seen Arrival? Is it actually really good? It is incredible. It's so absolutely that was the Call one me right off surprised. Because I, I had no idea what it was. Mm. Like, I, I, knew, I knew that she was a language professor and she was trying to um, figure out the language of the aliens, but that was all I knew. And go in with, that's the only thing you know, because oh, it's so good. Uh, so yeah, there's a few things there. Uh, I want to retract what I said about Final Fantasy XV. I now hate it. <laughs> I'm in the post-game crap, and it's just so dull. But, nah, it's still a good game. Most Final Fantasies are like that now, though. Most Final Fantasies, post, having a post-game is pointless. It's a story and then done. Put it down. Yeah. But So we'll start off what we usually start off with. Been reading anything? Um, I, I read Monstrous from a month ago. I don't know if I've read that issue. It's really cool because it introduces mermaids. I don't think I've read that issue. It's solid. It's still um, they're on the on the ship. Yeah, is it, are they from that issue? Is it got back to the level of the first arc yet? This one does because it's going back into the backstory of the half wolf clan and everything like that. Oh. And introducing some new races. There's like, oh, cool! You got mermaids in this world as well. And there's like, it's weirdly, it's this is gonna sound weird. This arc feels very much like the Phantom Menace for Star <laughs> Wars. There's a lot of politics in there, which is if you don't like politics, it's shit. But if you don't oh, mind yeah. it, it's actually not too bad because you kind of get an idea of how the world kind of works that way. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been waiting for for. From monstrous is for them to expand the world a bit. Yeah, this one kind of expands on how each faction kind of works politically. Mm. It's kind of intriguing. So I, I again, I'm always gonna, it's going to be one of those ones. Of, if I drop every single comic I've got right now, monstrous will be the one I say no. I will keep. Yeah, that's like that's like me with kill or be killed. Yeah, I started doing it in trades kill or be killed because I thought I just I can't justify well I could justify doing it every week. But I think it'd just be nicer reading it in trades. Yeah, we got like full arcs and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, um, I've been reading two things this week, these last few weeks. That um, so, and we'll talk about it again later on. But Riverdale started mm. CW or on Netflix over here, um, and I have what and I've re- catched up with Mark Wade and Fiona Staples Archie book. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Archie's always been fun, yeah. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but it's it's just wholesome fun. I always thought you would like it. It's just one of those ones that's mm. hard to find a jumping on point. Yeah, and luckily with Mark Wade's Mark Wade's run, it's pretty pretty easy to say. There's about I think there's about sixteen issues so far. Oh yeah, sixteen issue came out last uh, this month, I think, mm. beginning of this month. Uh, I'm planning on reading the other books that they've released for that. So the Jughead, Jughead book, uh, the Jason Pussycats, and the Reggie book. I think. I think the other one. Oh, and there's a Betty and Veronica one as well. Betty and Veronica's always. That's good. the one I want to read because that's where, 
that's what I love the most about the show, and that's what I love it's most Bain about Veronica, the comic. Yeah. Bain on a side yeah, note, so that, um, yes. go on, you continue. Oh no, I was pretty much done in my conversation. On watching. a side note, because it was not just what I'm reading, what I'm watching, it's also what I've been playing. Uh, recently, Nintendo have really started their kind of mobile campaign of the whole Super Mario run, but they also released a secondary game, which was Fire Emblem Heroes for the mobile. It's I've very been, popular. I've been playing that a lot. I absolutely adore Dora. I've never played a Fire Emblem game before, so it's one of those ones that I kind of knew the names in passing. But Nintendo have done well with this game, with the fact that it's not forcing the pay to kind of the payment scheme down your throat. Yeah. It is very much in the background. Is you can grind to get the stuff you want, but it's kind of made me want to pick up the 3DS Fire Emblem games. The late one. Yeah. That's yeah. Supposed to be quite weird. I want to pick. Uh, I've I've read into it, and I'm trying to find Birthright to pick up. Isn't there two? Yeah, it's... You, um, the order that people say is you play Birthright, then the other one, and then there's a joint campaign which kind of finishes them both off, which is called Revelations. And But no, I highly recommend it. If your phone can take hold of it, or your tablet can t- take the whole Fire Emblem Heroes, play it. It's a bit... It's a nice bit of phone. A uh, bit of phone. bit of fun. Um, but it drains your battery, something fierce. Oh, I've been playing playing wise more on that topic. Yeah. Um, played through the new Kingdom Hearts 0.2 prologue, fragmentary passage, when some whatever it is. Yeah, when's that actually released <coughs> in full? Uh, so, what this is, is you remember when they did Metal Gear Solid 5? Yeah, they did the demo. They version. did that ground zeros? Yeah. Like 25 quid. And it was about four hours, four or five hours a game. Yeah. A bit like that. Okay. But it's just to tide people over for the long way. They have to, really, don't they? Because they've come out and they've said that these games, Kingdom Hearts 3 is miles off. Like, you've got at least least late 2018. I'm okay with that, though, because it just means that they really are trying their damnedest to make it a good game. And to be honest, as much as I waited for Final Fantasy fifteen, I will wait longer for Kingdom Hearts three. Because that's yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts. There, I don't think. While there's been weaker Kingdom Hearts games, I don't think there's been a bad Kingdom Hearts game. But no. I, I played. I played through that. That was really good. Um, re- also read in at the minute the fade out. Oh yeah, which is um, <clears throat> the book that Ebru Barker and Sean Phillips did in between for Pal and Kill or Be Killed, and that is that's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. When uh, there's a man dusting off his fingerprints with black panties, huh? What's not to love? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, that's good. That's I think that's about it, really. Other than new stuff, I've been reading that. I've been keeping up to date. I've read this week's stuff. I've read Justice League of America Rebirth, and I've read Kingpin because I did it for reviews. I've still what have I got from that? I've, I've I've still got shit that I've not read over the last month. I'm terrible like that. But it looks like there's quite a bit of interesting stuff going on this week in comics. But, um, yeah, you got Action Comics, which is going into the mystery of this new Clark Kent. Um, you've got the latest All Star Batman, which is always brilliant. 
um, uh, Just League of America, obviously. Titans is out this week. John Meek Jr. joined Suicide Squad this week. Uh, Marvel, the latest issue of Unworthy Thor is out. I haven't even read the last one. I'm doing good there. Latest issue of Doctor Aphra is out. First issue of Kingpin, obviously. Yeah, it's quite it's quite a good week. See, now I've been told or I've read front cover of Titans issue eight has an interesting little Easter egg in it. Uh, what's this issue that's out this week? Issue the way issue out this week is Titans seven. Right, I don't know if it's this. It oh no, it's Titans. No, it's Titans eight. Look at it's the taxi driver who's on the cover, has an interesting badge on his jacket. Is he, wear, is he wearing a... That's not the same cover. That is a variant cover. But he yeah, is variant. wearing a Watchman pin. As he is. As he is. I was... Um, I shared today on the Twitter... Yeah. Uh, Jason Fabox has done the lenticular cover for the button crossover. All right. And it's a picture of Reverse Flash trying to grab trying to grab the button, and it is so cool. It is awesome. Anyway, so that's what we've been reading. Now the news is going to go a little bit different. Yes. We usually do. Uh, I'm going to run through things really quickly and then stop at important things. So um, <clears throat> in the last few days, uh, DC have done a bit of teasing. Hitch Brian Hitch has confirmed GSA plans. Dan Jurgens has teased new, a new Booster Gold project. Um, Alex Antoine, who's a DC editor, has teased um, uh, Teen Titans Titans crossover. Well, that was going to happen. That's an inevitability. That's and just, uh, that's Jason Favok is working on a secret Superman project. So that's like DC teases. Uh, there's a new crossover from Star Wars. Makes sense. Um, and the first of our big things, according to Bleeding Cool... Look at me, I'm getting all fancy now. I'm using other sources. I was going to say. According to Bleeding Cool, Marvel is lining up an A-list talent, uh, a a group of A-list talent for 2018 on big-name series. Right. Hmm. So, when I read it, it was like, their title was clickbait. It was really clickbait. yeah. They don't have an official source. Already a good source. But they were like, from a very reliable source... And I was like, oh, whatever. But I just thought this would be quite an interesting topic to talk about. But the way they wrote it is, like, Marvel brings back the A-list for 2018. Which I was like, oh, so Thor's back, Thor's back, Cap's back, Iron Man's back, uh, Hank Pym's back, blah, blah, blah. And they're just going to put everything back to how it yeah, was. Yeah, the box standard Avengers are returning. No, apparently it's, they want talent back. So, because over the last year, last two, two or three years, Marvel. Marvel has lost so many good writers to Image. Yeah. And Tom and they lost Tom King to DC. Well, King ain't going the, back. It's like the biggest loss. Yeah. <laughs> because King he got is. Batman. He's not going to move. No. And then he, now he's done Batman. That's it. But so yeah, I thought like because <clears throat> you think Rick Remender was a massive part of that first Marvel Now launch. He was, and then they doing yeah, Uncanny Avengers. He was doing Captain America. Jonathan Hickman. He's always been a Marvel guy. Nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I was going to say, what doing, is he he's doing, doing all his, Well, he's doing all his image stuff now. Um, the only big names they really have left, Brian Michael Bendis. Well, that's not a, nobody cares. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a shit name right now. 
Chelsea. Back or so. Who's no longer as beloved because of the, what he's done with the Inhumans. Well, he's strained been, now. But yeah, that's the thing. is He probably is sick of doing the Inhumans. Hence why I don't think he's doing... I don't think he's doing any of the new Inhumans books. I still like the fact that it took until the recent IVX book to re- for the Inhumans to realise, oh, crap, the mutants are actually fighting for survival, oh, yeah. not just for the sake of yeah, it. Yeah, issue four or something. Issue three or four. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's like, oh. But yeah, so that's, that's all been... And it just... An artist as well. They've lost all their good artists. It's because they don't... David Ayer, right. John Romita Jr. No, it's because... What it is, is because Marvel are doing ridiculous things. And I was going to do an article about... I was going to do an article about Marvel. And um, I was writing, but I knew Tumblr was not the right place for this article. Because I'd get a load of hay for it. You would, it, yeah. <clears throat> it's their push for diversity that has put them in this position. Especially for writers. And I'm not saying I'm not saying at all that diversity in the comics is a waste of time. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that Marvel don't do it right. Well, they're hiding. Yeah, they're hiding themselves. They're hiding themselves under this veil, and it's getting in the way of good storytelling. Like, yeah, okay. So I've not read it, but apparently Tana uh, Coates Black Panther is brilliant. Yeah. Given that. Totally Awesome Hulk started well. Now they're doing Asian Avengers. Really? That's just more racist than it is. Yeah, that comes to me off like so on the nose. And the latest issue of Champions? My God, was that on the nose. Like, Gwenpool was the voice of reason in that book. That's how bad it's got. The fact that we have Gwenpool in the first place shows that we're a thing. To be honest, they're Marvel at the minute. If you're not Deadpool, and you're not someone of ethnic minority, they ain't got time. <laughs> which, which, yeah, I get it, right? So they're trying to attract new audiences and thingy. But by doing that, they're alienating their old audience. Yeah, you're the same problem the, with the exact same problem DC have with New 52. DC completely pissed off their entire... The majority of their, their loyal customers because of what they did with the New 52, and Marvel is starting to do the same. There's very few people that I talk to that read comics, or into comics, that are standing behind Marvel Comics at the minute. Well, weirdly, you say starting. I mean, this isn't the first time they've done it in recent years. No. Marvel now did it originally, and they yeah. just kept going. But there was a... There was the thing. Yeah, the thing with Marvel now is there was a lot of good stuff back then. Like, you had Hickman's Avengers, you had Remender's Avengers, you had... Dan Slott's Spider-Man at the time was brilliant. That was when Superior Spider-Man started. You had that the Avengers. You had Journey into Mystery with Sith. Jason Aaron started on Thor. It was brilliant. But at the same Literally. time, you also had the Fantastic Four's demise. Yeah. Well, that was until late Marvel now. <laughs> well, no, but no, no, that, no, that was no, another that was thing. Terrible. Because the first ten, ten or so issues of the Fantastic Four run into Marvel now was really strong was and the FF now, run was, the other one? was really strong FF going was into Marvel good now. but Fantastic Four itself was good it was good I always, I always called that it was the, re- the red suit era of Fantastic Four was well, yeah. the worst thing I've ever was... read but that was when Matt Fraction was on the book 
was the mm. good stuff. And yeah, then that Marvel was pissed stuff. off. And then he left. Same with Hawkeye. He never finished his Hawkeye book properly. True. And that, was at the time, was the highest rated book they had. It was going to get an award at one point. Mm. So I, personally, I feel Marvel needs a rebirth. A proper rebirth. Like DC's done, where they embrace, they take the new and they take the old and they embrace it. The problem like, is, they never reset their universe, so it's going to be hard. Yeah, that's the thing. There's got, like, the thing with DC is they found a clever way to bring it all together. Whereas Marvel... But the thing is, I, what I like about DC is where it hasn't made sense, they have not explained it. They're just like, oh, yeah, so Lobo's back to being this guy. So like, oh, okay. Oh, Ted Korb's all of a sudden Blue Beetle again. Or he's got all the all the Beetle gadget. Okay. Why? Just leave yeah. it. It's good. It is. That's the thing. Do we need so much continuity? You never Do you need, need it. An ex- you don't need an explanation for everything. Just let it Thomas. go. Yeah. Um, so moving on. Uh, new Luke Cage solo going coming, which okay, five months ago if you told me that I would have been like, yeah, cool. Now I might know. Uh, Black Lightning pilot ordered by the CW. Scott Snyder, Greg Capolo's Bat-centric event will be called Metal. Um, apparently it will be about the nth metal. Oh, for God's sake, he's fighting ghosts. Yeah. No, nth metal is um, Thanagarian metal. Yeah, that fights ghosts. And Hawkman. Oh, good point. It fights, <laughs> so mystical, it fights mystical stuff anyway. Now this is now this is something this is another one that I really wanted to talk about in this episode. Go on. So Hanna Barbera the Hanna Barbera stuff. Oh that's another thing I've been reading, the Flintstones. It's really good. Oh yeah. So the Hanna Barbera stuff has uh obviously we had Scooby Apocalypse. Yep. Um, wacky Racers. Wacky Raceland, uh Future Quest and Flintstones. Yeah. Scooby Apocalypse was pretty bad. Mm. Wacky Raceland was god awful and got cancelled after like four issues. Good. Future Quest was pretty strong, and the Flintstones is absolutely brilliant because they're back. To, they're both the classic styles. Yeah. Whereas, so the Flintstones writer is bringing us a new book right. from the Hat Barbera universe, and it's a new Snagglepuss book. And you think, really, Snagglepuss? Let me read this. That could be good, actually. <clears throat> Snagglepuss reinvented as gay southern gothic playwright. Yeah, that works. I'm in. That works. I want that. And apparently he's dealing with like the socialites of the time in the 1950s. Oh, that's and there's going to be like there's a reason and apparently Marlon Brando turns up and everything. I'm so up for this book. See, <laughs> what I want them to say is coming out and I would pick it up straight away is Top Cat. There is a Batman Top Cat story in one of the annuals that is coming out. Not good enough. I want a new a reinvention of Top Cat. Like they've <laughs> done with the Flintstones. Give me a Top Cat like that. Um, so, moving on. Uh, X Lois Lane, Terry Hatcher joins Supergirl as season two's Big Bad. Yahya. I'm going to butcher this name. Yahya Abdul Mateen from The Get Down, who plays the Cadillac, is supposedly playing Black Manta. Cool. Now, the next big news story. Ben Affleck will not direct Batman. This is a good thing. This is a... Is it? 
It's a good thing because it means he's not strained between trying to act and direct. Yeah, but the thing is, is like two weeks before he dropped out, he said, I will not do the Batman if it's a bad script. That's a good point. But, so, some of the names they've been throwing around, uh, Matt Reeves, who directed Cloverfield and um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Rise of the Planet of the Apes. You'd be That's a right, choice. Right? That's yeah. a good choice. Like, every time a DC movie comes up, George Miller was thrown in the mix. Of course. Um, so, and there's a few other people, a few other people here and there, um, that are just being thrown in, which is kind of... To be honest, I was kind of looking forward to Ben Affleck writing, writing, starring, and directing the Batman because, to be honest, he's done pretty well these last few years. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad because I think there's better people to do it. But apparently, this it's being completely rewritten again. So is it being officially delayed, or are they just gone? It's being rewritten. Um, and it's still going to come at the same time. They haven't. They haven't given an official release date at all. Oh, okay, so they've got... It's probably 2018, but now it's looking like 2019. I would say 2019. Yeah. Um, it's what you do with it. That's a thing. Like, I don't know. Like, the uh, the rumour was the original script was... Um, it was like One Night in Arkham Asylum, and there was going to be loads of Batman villains, and Batman was going to fight loads. It was going to be Arkham Asylum. That sounds bad. Yeah. It was just going to be Arkham Asylum, to be honest. I would want to... Let's put it this way. It's my final note on this one. It's like, if you're doing a Batman movie, I want it more like detective comics than I do Batman. Yeah, like the first, like Batman Begins. Yeah. It was awesome. Batman Begins is so good. Such a good film. But yeah, so, yeah, Ben Affleck's gone. Uh, obviously, he's still going to star in it. I have to, really. Be yeah. hard push if he didn't. Um, so, moving on. Peter Capaldi's leaving Doctor Who with Stephen Moffat about time. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not... <laughs> like The Moffat is a little bit of a shock. But well, Moffat's been said to be going for ages, but Peter Capaldi's going with him. Capaldi is not a surprise. I'm su- To be honest, the surprise to me is he lasted this long. Yeah, I thought he was only going to have one series, to be, or one or two series, but he's got a third. He's got his third series starting in a couple months. Yeah, because he's a very serious actor, and he's like, you're you're really stuck in what is essentially a kid show. Yeah. Where uh, you can't uh, swear your ass off, and to be honest, he's the best swearer when it comes to Scottish actors. Some of the names that are being thrown around are Ben Whishaw, um, Richard Iowadi, uh, Lemming. Uh, Olivia Coleman is one of the favourites. So I like that. Female root. Um, and Danny Dyer is campaigning for himself to play Doctor Who after a, after a meme was posted. And now it's uh, he, he's, he's in for it. <laughs> See, it's one of those <laughs> ones which is... If it would be so bad, but it would be so brilliant. It'd be like... Well, Richard Iardi is one of those ones of... Mm. I could see it. But I wouldn't want him to do it because at the same time it just means he'd be dedicated to that rather than actually the stuff he's really good at. Yeah. <clears throat> right. I want to see a female doctor. If I was going to watch it again, a female doctor would be a nice breath of fresh air. So yeah, moving on. There's been some casting news for Marvel TV. Um, the ru- the entirety of the Runaways have been cast, and Cloak and Dagger have been cast. 
Makes uh, sense. I'm going to re- list the names of them, but there's only really one point I want to say about one of the Runaways. Cool. Uh, Teen Wolf's Renzi Feelers. Feelers? Uh, Feel I don't know how you pronounce that. Just go for uh, it. Don't, he's playing Alex Wider. Not right. familiar. I'm not familiar with any of these people, to be honest. So, uh, Lyrica Okana is playing Nico Minoru. She's from The Affair, apparently. Um, okay. Virginia Gardner, who's from uh, Project Al- Almanac, is playing Carolina Dean. Ariella Aru- Barrer, currently on Netflix sitcom One Day at a Time, is playing Gert. Greg Sulkin is playing Chase Stein. And... 16-year-old Allegra Acosta is playing Molly Hernandez. A 16-year-old? She's like 12. She's supposed to be like 12. Like 10 to 12. She's no younger. They've had to change change her name. Yeah. Because technically she's owned by Fox because she's a mutant. Oh, yeah. They can't say anything about her being a mutant. But the one thing I want to say about this is... Ariella Barra, I'm pretty sure, is, and I'm not usually one for social justice crap, but they have not, like, Gert was always small and dumpy. Yeah. She was a bit chubby and a bit, thing. just cast a normal girl. Which I thought, I thought, that's your perfect chance there, to be like, okay, we've cast someone not traditionally... It would be cast. And you go with an alter- yeah, you go with the alternative look. Yeah, which is a shame. But, mm. oh well. They'll just stick some glasses on her and hope for the best. Pretty Boy Marvel, that's all I say. I've got my fingers crossed that, uh, that um, Old Lace turns up, the dinosaur. That would be cool. And then you have Olivia Holt and Aubrey Joseph as Cloak and Dagger for their show, okay. which I don't. Um, moving on, Wu-Tang Clan's RZA has directed an upcoming episode of Iron Fist. Uh, John sense. John Hurt died in 77. Yeah. Uh, but he was 77. Um, died of pancreatic cancer from him, correctly. Pretty nasty. Uh, nah, this is a big, this is a big, big one. Marvel and Square Enix announced multi-game partnerships starting with the Avengers project coming in 2018. Is it going to be good? No. Yeah, no. Not just Square Enix, though. It's Eidos Montreal, so it's the people who've done the new Tomb Raider games and Deus Ex. Yeah, they still did the other Deus Ex, which was not that good. Was the one on on PS3? Hang on. Eidos have done a lot of stinkers in their time, I know that. But recently, they've got a good track record. What do you think think the Avengers project is? Obviously, it's an Avengers game. But do you reckon it's just the court, the main six Avengers? Knowing what I do, it'll be a movie affectation of a larger degree. It'll be kind of like... If I had to think, it'd be Final Fantasy mixed with an Avengers game. With Avengers. So essentially, it's, you can pick up other party members, so there'll be more than the standard roster of five or six. Yeah. What, and you reckon it plays similar to Final Fantasy Fifteen? I wouldn't say 15, that's the thing. Or do you reckon it plays similar to Tomb Raider? More I like. would say Tomb Raider, but you switch between people. 
Yeah. My my guess is that it will be pretty traditional. But there'll be a few characters here and there. So I reckon you have Iron Man... Like, in the trailer, you see Iron Man, Thor, and Caps. Hammer, Repulsor, and S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, my guess is they'll be in it. I think Captain Marvel will be in it. Black Widow. Possibly Ant-Man. But I think they go Hank Pym Ant-Man. Yeah... So they, uh, maybe maybe like a couple of alternative people, but pretty much core Avengers. See, now this is the interesting thing. What they say, they announced a partnership with Marvel Entertainment to create multiple video games based on the Avengers franchise. Yeah. But do you think this game is related in any way to the Insomniac Spider-Man game? Oh, hell no. This isn't going to be anything at all related. So do you reckon we'll see another Spider-Man in this Avengers project? Um, because they said not just the Avengers characters. They're going to go further. They're going to do based on the Avengers franchise. Honestly, with their track record, because I've just seen what they've got, which is Deus Ex: Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, Tomb Raiders, and Thief. I could actually see this one of their games being based on your Shield agent. Oh, please tell me the Avengers project is not a Shield thing. Oh, it's get... a possibility <coughs> that you could be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I oh, would no. say, currently, no, Spider-Man won't be in these Avengers projects, except as kind of like a speech Teasers. casting or Easter egg type of thing. Um, Flash movie's getting a complete rewrite again. No matter what uh, they're going to uh, do, it's not going to be right. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy characters confirmed for Infinity War. Well, that's not news. We knew that. Um, Neil Blomkamp has said that the chances of his alien film happening are very slim, which is a big shame. Yeah. A really big shame, because I really like the look of that from that concept art. Um, now, this is something that no one expected to happen. Suicide Squad has been nominated for an Oscar. Which one? Hair and makeup. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Again, Star Trek Beyond and over something, something, something. Which I think, I think Suicide Squad is going to win that. To be honest, just based on Killer Croc, really. Hair and, and makeup. I think because you've got that, all of those characters, pretty much have had hair and makeup work done there, except their. Nah. No, I think Star Trek Beyond gets it because of Idris Elba. Mm. For other films, Star Trek Beyond. That's one of the hardest predictions. Yeah. That and the that and the um, visual effects Oscar is the hardest to make because the visual effects is like between Doctor Strange, Jungle Book, and Rogue One. Oh Christ! I think Jungle Book will take it. I would have to agree with you. Because I, I rewatched Doctor Strange, and on the small screen, those effects look so bad. Yeah, big screen, they're <laughs> amazing. But when, yeah. you've got, when you're anything smaller than that, it starts to look a little weak. The, yeah. uh, the next one would... Rogue One's... Star Wars is always going to look good. It's just yeah. one of those things. It just does look good. Yeah. But Jungle Book does what it was wanting to do better. Mm. 
So yeah, and then um, the latest cut, co- the cover of Captain America, Sam Wilson. This is just I posted this on the Twitter because I thought it was quite amusing. Has made Sam Wilson look a lot like Kanye West. <laughs> Rumor casting of uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson being Kanye West in the future. Well, the guy that's already played by Anthony Mackie. Yeah. <laughs> I love Anthony Mackie. I think he's brilliant. Um, Darren Chris will play the music meister in the Flash and Supergirl musical crossover. So we're having a bit of a glee reunion there. That's kind of cool. Um, also, one of the songs is written by. Oh, I've forgotten the name of the woman, but she wrote City of Stars for La La Land. So that's big. Yeah, that's pretty. That's really big now, especially with the Oscar and Glo- Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight will be called The Last Jedi. We're a bit late on this, but you know. <laughs> well, this is it. Or does the titles tell a story, like people believe The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Well, they all have, yeah, because Episode One, The Phantom Menace, was the introduction of Darth Sidious. Attack of the Clones, the clones attacked. Revenge of the Sith, the Sith got a new member. A New Hope, Luke Skywalker reawakened, uh, became a new Jedi. Empire Strikes Back, the Empire destroyed a rebel outpost. Return of the Jedi, Luke became the last Jedi. Or you could say that Anakin came back. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> but that, that, that's, what the que- that's what the last Jedi brings up the question. And there's several different interpretations. Is Rey the last Jedi? Is... is Luke the Last Jedi or is Jedi plural and are they both the Last Jedi or is yeah, it because Kylo Ren or, is, or has Luke got a little army of bloody Jedis on that little island yeah because that was always the thing is that, that people keep forgetting is that Jedi is both a singular and a plural for that yeah. faction so you can be a Jedi but you're also part of the Jedi so, I would probably say it's the last of a group. Yeah. Whether that be it's group B2 or more, we'll see in episode 8. Yeah. But I'm definitely the other, saying the other there's thing at least two. we need to mention is that the logo is red, not yellow. That's interesting. Could, that suge- could suggest it is talking about Kylo Ren. But that's yet to be seen. We've still got 10 months. Based on how much they're kind of using of the original source material of post episode six, yeah, I would say, kind of as a kind of prediction, Luke has at least one other apprentice than Ray, yeah, and that might be another solo child. They might go down the whole route of Kylo Ren is not the only one. There was a second because they were twins. Yes. Moving on. Uh, Legendary Pictures has confirmed that the Godzilla King Kong universe will be called the Monsterverse, which sounds pretty lame. I don't know. I'm kind of excited <laughs> by that because at I'm, the same time, I'm really looking forward to Kong Skull Island. Like that's well, it's one of those ones. If they're saying it's the Monsterverse, it means that they can do remakes of the old classic monster movies of Mothra and um, Barragon and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so for yeah, me, I, I'm me, so looking forward to Kong. It looks yeah. So... Monster fan, I'm loving it. 
Everyone else didn't suck it. Yeah. See, I, I, the thing I've got, I've not seen the 2014 Godzilla movie, the Brian Cranston, Aaron Taylor Johnson one. I think I have it on a stick along with the rest of the Godzilla films from the uh, 2000s. Yeah, I just, it's no, I've just never got around to watching it. But I think I will before Kong comes out. Cause yeah. Kong just looks so good. Um, now at the Women's March, Melissa Benoit or Benoist, however you pronounce it, I still don't know how you pronounce it. I've uh, both ways. Is a utter legend because she appeared at the um, the Women's March with. Obviously, she plays Supergirl with a banner that said, um, "Don't try, don't grab my pussy. It's made of steel." <laughs> so what the best posters of the day? That one. She's brilliant. I think she's absolutely brilliant. She was a lot of fun. Um, Funko have revealed Blade, Black Bolt, and Iron Fist figures. Just thought I'd tell you that. Oh, there we go. This is a good. This is a good news story where you can have a bit of a moan. Um, so if, uh, a couple of weeks back, the Rap was reporting that DC had a want list of Green Lanterns oh, for people that they want to play Green Lantern. I'm going to say the best till last. Go on. Uh, so one of them was Army Hammer, and these were all for Hal Jordan. Oh, okay. Army Hammer, Jake right. Gyllenhaal, Bradley Cooper, yeah. Joel McHale, mm. who's in Community. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Uh, and wait for it. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> that's just because he's done well in Deadpool. Oh, that's... That's like, really fun. well in Deadpool. Can he play Hal Jordan again? No. What, the, the character that he took the piss out of in the Deadpool movie? Don't make my seat green and don't make it animated. <laughs> Meanwhile, they made his suit animated. Yeah, the eyes were completely animated. Um, so yeah, I think out of those, personally for Hal Jordan, I'd go with either Joel McHale or Army Hammer. Yeah, Tom Cruise is way too short. Because I think I think Jake Gyllenhaal would make a better Kyle. See now you say that, yeah, he would. I would just like when they noticed that, I was like, eh, he'd be better for Kyle. See, I, it's one of those ones of I can I still hope and dream that they might actually skip the other lanterns because of the current ca- like let's say they go with they want to do a film lantern yeah. with the current lineup of Macho Man Ben Affleck as Batman Macho Man um, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. So you have, and then you have a slightly bitchy Flash, hardcore Wonder Woman, slightly bitchy Cyborg, but then again he's bitchy no matter what you do to him. You kind of need to have a less bravado version do you know of what Lantern. You, do you know what they should fucking do? Go on. And it's a really fucking controversial move. Make it Jessica Cruz. I'm with... See, I was gonna say Kyle or Jessica... Because but, you need another one who's a little bit sympathetic to what's happening. You don't have to go down the anxiety route. No, no, no. Just someone who's a little less macho. Because John yeah. Stewart, army man. Howard Jordan, confidence man. Yeah. Guy Gardner, dickhead. Yeah. Simon Baz, dickhead. Kyle and Jessica are the two great ones to go for it. Because it there's another character who can actually have a mind. And not yeah. just be there for muscle. 
Yes. Yeah, it's it's weird because they've pretty much confirmed that it's going to mainly be Hal Jordan and John Stewart, which was inevitable. Yeah, they're the two most popular. Uh, Common Common is still campaigning to become John Stewart. I would prefer John over Hal for this for the yeah. current iteration of the film Just Justice League. Um, but I I still think Tyrese Gibson would be the best John Stewart. He would be. Do we give John Stewart a bit more of a personality? Or, well, to be honest, if I had to choose for someone for um, John Stewart, I'd have a bit of a fanboyish thing, but Idris Elba. Well, yeah. Idris Elba, John Stewart, he would own that thing to the day that to the day is done. But the one, the problem you've got with that is you've got um, he's one, one he's got Marvel commitments. Yeah. Two, the whole CG thing. Except for uh, then he played Shere Khan. He's done a lot of CG work. <laughs> anyway, um, so this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier about diversity. Uh, Tallahassee Coates and poet Yona Harvey is reviving Black Panther and the crew, which is not the original crew. You know, I've made a load of jokes yeah, about yeah. that, like them building the Black Avengers. Well, I wouldn't say it's a joke. It's more of a like you know, they had the the issue with um, when, when they were all around they, the table going, "We're they're killing the killing off." Yeah, yeah, and then there was the issue of Black Panther, where Luke Cage and Storm and Misty Knight were there. Yeah, yeah, this team is Black Panther, Storm, Misty Knight, and Luke Cage. Oh, for God's sake! I was like, I was like, oh wow. <laughs> Do you want to just throw in Falcon and uh, Ironheart just to make sure it's all it's all sealed and dealed? Um. Tom Taylor is returning to write uh, Injustice 2 prequel comic. Okay. I put oh, a poll. I, oh. I put a poll on um, on the Twitter. It only got like six votes because it was like the first week of the Twitter. Hey, six is better than none. It's better than none. Uh, one of them is me. <laughs> Five is better than none. No, I think two might be me, actually. Oh, for Christ's sake, don't make this worse. But, uh, so I, I put... Uh, it was before the thing I put should Deadpool be nominated for the best picture category at the Oscars and we got a renowning no which made me very happy I was going to say we're not idiots in this and movie. while on the on the topic of Deadpool movie the rumour is Pierce Brosnan might be playing Cable what? there was a photo was released of Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman sat with Pierce Brosnan and the internet jumped straight away to Pierce Brosnan's playing Cable. Which I would actually quite like. Pierce Brosnan. I suppose the most boring man I can think of right now for acting should play the most boring mutant that was ever invented. Yeah. Hey, yeah, fuck it, do it. Yeah, play the most boring mutant. I'm just a real good hack of a Terminator. So, well, Monsters Unleashed will spin off into an ongoing series by Cobb right. Bunn and David Baudian. Why? Because this event is... It's not bad, but it's literally just superheroes punching monsters. That's all it is. And apparently the, the, yeah, the ongoing series will be about um, Kid Kaiju and some other people. He's actually called Kid Kaiju. He's called Kid Kaiju. Fucking hell. Um, Alright. 
DC have confirmed that Black Adam and Shazam will be two separate films. Now, this is my opinion. Go on. Don't make them two separate films. Just make it a Black Adam film. You can have Shazam in it, but rather than do Shazam, put Black Adam as the focus and have him as as the point of view. But he's still evil. Well, he's not. Well, Black Adam's not really evil. Questionable. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. But you have him as the point of view, and you have Shazam as like the antagonist. But he's the good guy. I think that would be a better film. Yeah, I don't. Need, I don't see the real need to do both. It's one yeah. or the other, not both. But this that this is now starting to make sense why The Rock was cast so early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's not much else to say on that. The Rock has also said that he's had a chat with DC about changing the tone of the DC movies. Uh, maybe thing. My opinion now, because of the pictures I've been seeing of Justice League this week. Right. Just cut their losses and reboot again. Oh Christ! Okay. Because like Aquaman looks so dumb. And size the armor and stuff on him. And Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman looks fine, but Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman just look so stupid. I saw the Cyborg images. They look absolutely shit. Aquaman would look better if he turned up in his orange orange and green costume. Aquaman would look better... If he was played by Jason... Alex Asgard? Well, no, no. Give Jason Momoa the 90s look. The hook hand. Don't even need to do the hook hand, just the gritty look of the 90s. Don't give him this fucking, oh, he's got Wonder Woman's hand-me-downs on him. Yeah. It's just... It's just... It just really annoys me. To be honest, I got really annoyed at the um, costume design from Batman v Superman because I don't like the Dark Knight Rises... uh, Dark Knight Returns um, Batman outfit. It looks really dull. I do like that bat suit. I don't like it. I really hate it. But yeah, so I'm a, I've sort of because I've always been quite pos like relatively positive about the DC movies. It's the one thing I am like I give them grief, but I'm never like oh they're fucking awful. Well, DC should just stop. DC, but but yeah, they should just stop because it's just going horribly wrong. Just look at all the troubles they're having. They introduce yeah. Cyborg next. Yeah, where's Martian Manhunter? Oh, on Supergirl, where DC's being done right. Yeah, the t- TV. TV they yeah. Should re- yeah, it's like just you. You have an amazing setup for the TV. Just do it on the big screen. Speaking of which, all those shows have come back, and all those shows are brilliant. Just all four of them. All great talent. All great ideas. Yeah. The films are going to be. It's going to be one of those ones that you want to fight Marvel on the big screen. Don't do it with these edgy ideas. Edgy's not going to win you the war. Now we've got two. Two more pieces. Two more pieces of news. Just bait little things. Um, Scott Snyder and Steve Orlando will write a Batman Shadow crossover. That could be quite good. Steve Orlando is quite good. Scott Snyder is always good. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Miles Morales will be the lead in the Sony animated Spider-Man film that will debut in 2018, which also makes a lot of sense. Yeah, makes sense. They want him to be the focal point these days. I wouldn't be surprised if he's Donald if he's voiced by Donald Glover either. 
That would kind of be cool, to be honest. And he, was, he voiced him in the um, Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. Um, and lastly, just for, it's kind of news, kind of not. When we came off of the last episode, the new Logan trailer had been released. Literally yes. five seconds after we came out of the episode. <laughs> um, so, and Because I was worried that that first trailer was just a really good trailer. Yeah. But this second trailer was just as good. I thought it was better. Yeah, I think it showed off so much more. And I like the idea of having the X-Men comic in the actual... Yeah, that was so cool. So, I yeah, think that... for me it was better because of Laura being... just oh. like I was thinking, oh, they're going to have it. It's just like, you have to just escort everywhere. It's like, no, no, no. She does more. <laughs> Logan does look very Last of Us, though. He, oh, it's so, it is so <laughs> Last of Us. It's like, okay. It's almost like James Gold was playing Last of Us and he went, I finally figured out how to do Old Man Logan. <laughs> Can I just take X-23? Why? Yeah. Oh, I missed, I missed a, a news story, which is something I'm very excited about. Um, oh. Neil Gaiman is writing the adaptation of his and Terry Pratchett's book, Good at Omens, for Amazon. Oh, Awesome. Which is one my favorite Terry Pratchett book, yeah, two yeah. my favorite Neil Gaiman book, and three, it's brilliant. Four, I'm a bit annoyed it's on Amazon. <laughs> I will let you know how it works then. <laughs> well, I, I, I will use my mother's Amazon to watch that. <laughs> well, on, on that note as well, because I've got one little bit I want to announce. Yeah. Is that Netflix did their announcement of a uh, Castlevania animated series? Yes. So, not only did they confirm a first... They, Netflix themselves confirmed a first series, which is written by Warren Ellis. Yes, I did see that. I was very excited about that. That's what got me even more excited. Like, Warren Ellis is writing it. Warren Ellis is a fucking... They've also, cons- they've also confirmed there is a second season debuting in it 2018 for this. So it's already got two seasons. Adi Shankar is the um I believe the producer for it or the director and he said it's going to be R rated as fuck. Cool. And it'll be <laughs> Castlevania done in the vein of Game of Thrones and it's not the first Castlevania game they're doing, it's Castlevania three, which was the prequel. Which is where you've got Alucard and everything in there as well. But um Shankir produced Dread the Grey um, and they said that they were ins- that the art style for Castlevania was inspired by Ghost in the Shell and Young Justice. Um, I've just found. Uh, I just thought I'd double check Reddit before I uh, stop doing news. Um, Ed Brubacker and Nicholas Wyden and Refn are teaming for an Amazon series called Too Old to Die Young, which will be a crime thriller. Uh, set in the underbe- underbelly of Los Angeles, and is described as being similar to reference Pusher trilogy, which looked at Danish criminals caught up in the drug trade. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds cool. Granted, I absolutely hated Reffin's last film, The Neon Demon, but I'm not going to get into that again, because oh, gives me nightmares. And also, um, Valiant has announced their event series for the year, which is called Rapture by Matt Kint. Sounds all right. I think Valiant um, are on are on something. I think they are. I think oh. they're going to be the up and comers. Another name that was thrown in for Batman was Dennis Villeneuve. 
I can't pronounce his name, but he directed Arrival and Sicario. So. If they get him after the success of Arrival, then holy shit. Yeah. Now, yeah, so that's the news. On to something that I really want to talk about and has been on my mind so much. Go on. I want to talk about Riverdale, Aaron. I want so to talk you about, want to talk about Archie? I want to talk about Archie, because we've never talked about Archie. We, I think we, I think I said that there was an Archie show coming when it was announced. Yeah, we said we mentioned Riverdale in passing. Because I'd never read an Archie comic. I but, have. Well, two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before Riverdale aired in America, and then was dropped on Netflix the same night over here. Which that makes me so happy that I don't even have to wait days and days to watch it. Um, but yeah, it is. There's a lot of mixed opinions about it. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of people going, this is absolutely dreadful. But I'm hearing a lot of other people that absolutely love it. It's very, very teen drama. Well, that's how Archie's always yeah. been. It's, it's, it's the be most, one of those ones. the most CW show I think I've ever seen. All these attractive people having sex with each other and worrying about shit, but then there's a murder in the background. Other <laughs> you think ever, ever. But yeah, I just want to mention a few things about it. So I did some research going into it about Archie. So I started reading Mark Wade's run, and I started reading. Um, I started doing just a bit of research, just to see what was changed up and what was added and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, at the heart of it, you have a murder. Uh, well, and then the first episode, they're not sure that it's a murder. They think Jason Blossom has died. Jason Blossom are the Blossom twins, who have always been rather creepy, and apparently in the Afterlife with Archie book, have an incestuous relationship. <laughs> so that oh, they always like to pad it out. Like it's like Wonder in Quicksilver all over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's died. And then at the end of the first episode, you find out he's been shot, which is not really a spoiler because they said in all the promos that it was a murder. I'm not going to spoil what happens in the second episode. But the first episode is very much, let's introduce Archie, let's introduce Betty, let's introduce Veronica. Not so much Jughead. Jughead comes in more in the second episode. But that's where the show is at its strongest, is Archie, Betty and Veronica. That dynamic um, especially Betty and Veronica, they've got a really interesting chemistry. And Betty is possibly the most lovable character ever. I'm in love with Betty, Aaron. Well, it's always been said <laughs> that when you read it, you're either a Veronica fan or a Betty fan. Yeah, I'm a Betty fan. Even when I'm reading, even when I'm reading the book, because she's the nice one. Yeah. Like in in the show, Veronica's quite nice as well. But I, I feel like there's going to be an ulterior motive there. But. In the books, Veronica's just a bitch. But Betty's so lovely. She fixes cars. She's always nice to Archie, and Archie doesn't treat her right. But yeah, it had me, it had me in tears at one point. And Betty's, Betty's declaring her love for Archie, and Archie just shoots her down. It's like, you bastard, Archie. You absolute bastard. Yeah, I think in like... Because again... 
Archie got really weird because there's actually multiple parallel universes. Oh yeah, it's got all sorts. Like the time Archie met the Punisher, the time Archie met the Predator, the yeah. time Archie met Sharknado, the time Archie met the Ramones, the time that Riverdale was infested with zombies. And that why well, re- just standard? Because there's one universe <laughs> where he ma- he marries Betty, and there's another one where he marries Veronica. Yeah. Just to just really fuck people up. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun show, even though it's about a murder. But like, the weirdest thing, the weirdest thing about the show is Miss Grundy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the comics is a crusty old woman who's always quite nice to the kids, but she's always, she's an old woman. She's a bit bitter and she's bitter. In this show, because it's the CW, she's like 26. Oh, good grief. And her and Archie are banging. What? Yeah. That, that's just uh, more concerning than anything else. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sleeping with a minor. But, yeah. So you've got... So not only have you got the Betty Veronica, but Miss Grundy's been thrown into the mix. Wow. Okay. But so far, the only person that knows is Jughead. Okay. Okay. That's that's a little bit better, but. But obviously, that's going to blow up. At some point, I'm well looking forward to that. No, I'm well fun with that. But <laughs> one of my favorite things about it is in the first episode, Archie decides he wants to start with his music stuff. So he goes and sees Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. And uh, goes, he's like, oh, I, I was wondering if I can get your help. And then Josie's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't help you. I need to. Uh, uh, we don't do covers. We just, we're all about uh, passing a brand." And in the first two episodes, both times they've sung covers, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was quite amusing. But yeah, so if you haven't watched it, um, there's a bit more of a detailed review on the Tumblr if you want to go read that. But yeah, we it's a really good show. It's a lot of fun, um, and Luke Perry's in it. And everybody loves Luke Perry. He was 30 years old when he was in 90210, playing like an 18-year-old. However, I do give it to them. The guy who plays Archie is like 19. Oh, they so, cast right then for that yeah. one. But he's still playing someone like 17, because they're supposed to be like sophomores or something. Cause they're yeah. So, but yeah, it's a really good show, and I recommend it highly. What I don't recommend is that you go and watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't think we've ever recommended watching... I haven't seen any of Series 4. I'm just telling you not to go watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so they cancel it. (laughs) One day. I hate S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. is possibly the worst part of the Marvel Universe. No. Yes. No. Maybe. Maybe the Inhumans. But I like Black Bolt. Black Bolt's cool. Yeah, but I like Quake. I don't like Quake, because she's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I like the comic book <laughs> Quake. Um, but yeah, the Inhumans. Yeah. There you go, you got crossover there. Mm. Inhumans and, and S.H.I.E.L.D. Quake. Oh. <laughs> gets, gets, gives me the witties. <laughs> um, but yeah, so TV-wise, things are looking pretty good at the minute. Apparently Gotham's very strong at the minute. Really? Been hearing that, yeah. Um, 
obviously Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl have all come back really strong. Yeah. There's I haven't seen. I'm only seen the first two episodes of each show. I don't know. I've only seen the first of Legends. I haven't seen last week's Legends. This week's Legends. Obviously in America and over here, it's a week, there's a week difference. Um, yeah. And I'm, because I, I, most of our audience is um, British, I'm not gonna, because I think I've made I've made that mistake a lot that I've actually said what's happened in the American episode a week before the British people have seen it. <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that. I might actually go back to watching it as it is over here. If it's only a week behind, I don't mind too much. It used That's to be a bad one to go for, to be honest. There was like uh, it used to be like they were a month behind. So, but I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. I have a few articles planned over the next couple of weeks. We'll go okay. Got a Valentine's Day special coming up. Right. The greatest romances in comics. Expect Betty and Betty and Archie. Nah, and probably Lois Lane and Clark Kent. Lois Lane and Clark Kent will be on there, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I'll give you a bit. Of, I'll give you a bit of a preview. Can okay, expect Lois and Clark. Spidey and MJ, obviously. Yep. That is the best one. Uh, I was thinking of doing a little bit about Serum Reed. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oliver and Dinah. Yeah. Because that's a good one. I have. I had another one. What was it? Doom and himself. <laughs> nah, that's not. Yeah, I'm joking. Um, that's a good one though to go for. That is a good. Uh, no, nah, yeah. There's a, there's a few I can do. But um, yeah, I've got some other stuff planned up. I was going to think about. Uh, I was going to do an article about my idea for Marvel Rebirth. And um, and I might do a similar article that I did to the DC one, which was the five DC books we need. Might do the five Marvel books we need. Uh, I do want to talk. I want to talk about Iron Fist briefly. I was going to mention. Do you want to talk about the um, TV show? The latest trailer that got dropped. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm in the same boat. I'm unsure of how I feel now I've seen it. I was watching that trailer and I was like, this looks really good. But that's not Iron Fist. No, it's not. It feels very, very different. It feels more Daredevil. It does. Which I I get that this is supposed to be the street level stuff and we're going a bit more grounded. But Iron Fist... He went to a mystical land where he fought a dragon and got that dragon singed on his chest. Yeah, it... And from that trailer, there was, like, one shot of Kunlun. One shot of Kunlun, one shot of the the dragon tattoo. And I'm definitely going to watch it, because, again, it's a great thing. However, the whole thrusting down the throat, it's the final defender! It's the final defender! It's like... All right, you really want to sell the fight the defenders? Stop. No, I'm finished, Luke Cage. I can't bring myself to do it. I really didn't like it, but I feel like I have. This is the problem with Marvel, right? Is I hate it all at the minute, but I'm still eating it up like a sucker. 
See, I'm not doing that badly for it right now. Well, I'm alright with comics. Because really, Marvel-wise, I'm only really reading the Thors, the Spider-Mans, um, and a few bits here, uh, the Avengers, reading the main Avengers title. I'm reading Champions. I'm probably going to cancel stop reading Champions, because I'm not liking it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's a few things here and there, but TV-wise and film-wise, it's like, I didn't, I didn't really care about Doctor Strange going in. Still went on opening night. Yeah. I was like, why am I going to see this? <laughs> I was like, why am I sat here watching this? Like, it was alright. But, you know, the same with Ant-Man. Going into Ant-Man, I didn't care. Granted, I loved Ant-Man. I think it's one of the best ones they've done. But it's just a lot of fun. And I, oh, do you know what? I'm slightly worried about Guardians 2 now. I am. Ever since the trailer dropped. It's Baby Groot. I just can't. It's Baby Groot and Drax. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not just Groot, it's Drax. Drax really throws me off with, like, why are you so... It's like, first of all, why are you so prominent and why are you so vocal? Drax did you, has never yeah, did been you see the, the, the um, Super Bowl TV spot? No. Where he, like, where he just, like, throws something at Mantis and then, like, apologises. What? Seemed really weird. That's that... What? That, this is... They've... They've really screwed up Drax. Yeah. Well, I was reading... I'm, like... I think I mentioned it on the last episode. I think at the time I was reading Annihilation. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, Drax and that. Because that's when they... Made Drax what he is now. Like, they... Rather than the him just looking like a green and purple vision, they made him look like the... Like, the guy... Muscle with the man, suit, yeah. Muscle man and the daggers... But he's so serious. Like, all of the jokes in that are him... that he makes are accidental jokes that Tammy then picks up on. There's nothing that he does that's deliberately funny. I mean, even in Bendis' early run, before the films, he was yeah. still like that. Mm. Oh, that's an article I'm going to be writing. I'm going to be writing an article about corporate synergy. Okay. Well, will be fun for media students and not fun for anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it will, it will essentially, I'll talk about DC as well, because DC have been pretty bad for it recently as well. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about how the, the uh, like, seven issues of Andrew Kreisberg's run on Green Arrow, where it was just, uh, let's bring in Felicity. <laughs> oh, God, that stuff, yeah. But I quite liked it. I quite liked that arc, but at the same time, I was like, really? Felicity Smoke? Firestorm's stepmum. That's where she comes from. It's where Felicity Smoke comes from. Firestorm's stepmum. <sighs> She's the worst thing about Arrow now, though. Yeah, but if that's the only bad thing about Arrow, that's kind of a good thing. At the thing. minute, yeah, it is pretty much. Although, there's the kind of stuff that they've done with Black Canary. They they brought back Black Canary. Yeah. As in Laurel Lance, after they killed her off last season. What? And I was like, oh, what, what? And then, I, and then in the episode, they're just like, oh yeah, remember in last series of Flash when we, when uh, Barry stopped Earth Two version of Laurel and trapped her in the, trapped her in the, uh, in the pipeline? Like, no, don't no. remember. That. <laughs> I remember her being there, but I don't remember him capturing her. I thought she went back to Earth Two, and that's just, and so yeah, there was just Earth Two version of Laurel walking around. Oh, 
No. Well, I was like, oh. Well, at least he has a problem. Yeah, I was, just, I was just like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. I was hoping Laurel was back. <laughs> but yeah, so, but Arrow's been so strong this series. Uh, but yeah, Felicity's, it's weird, because series two, Felicity was the best thing about the show. Yeah. But it was as soon as they started doing the Oliver Felicity, the Olicity stuff. That's, a, that's an example of producers listening to fans and it going horribly wrong. Fans think they know what they want, but when they but get it, they realise it's not that good. That's when the show went downhill. Because we were all like, oh, Oliver and Felicity need to get together. We love them together. They've got such good chemistry. And then they got together and everybody's like, no. No. No! This was a bad choice. <laughs> bad. And then she was in a wheelchair, and it's like, have you just made her Oracle? And then she got out of the wheelchair because they were like, no, we didn't make her Oracle. <laughs> no, we don't have Batman. We can't no, do Batman. we can't do Batman. But yeah, see, why are they doing Black Lightning? Because they have not got many people they can. Should done Blue Beetle. Ah, true. I would rather have a Hamy Reyes Blue Beetle series than a Black Lightning series, and I don't like Hamy Reyes. See, to be honest, I would have wanted to see a Swamp Thing one. Yeah. It'd have been kind of cool. She's got Matt Ryan's Constantine, who want who is. He's back. He's actually back on the parade of trying to get back the live action. Yeah, it made sense. Just, I think they should. Yeah, and or a Zatanna series maybe. Oh, yes. And then you can do all the magic stuff. You can do all the Justice League dark stuff in there. Dead Man. Now, Dead Man turn up. Dead Man Easter egg starting Arrow, and then you suddenly uh, get, and then he suddenly appears. Right, Dead Man hasn't turned up somewhere yet. Yeah? Um, yeah, it's Frankenstein. That could be a bit of a squiffy one, but Frank's so. The thing is, you got you got to think. Now we're in this position. Is it going to be set in the same universe as Arrow, or is it going to be set in the same universe as Supergirl? Well, Constantine's appeared in the Arrow universe. Yeah, Constantine. But if you did Black Lightning, is it going to be in Supergirl? Is it going to Supergirl. be Supergirl? I would say Supergirl because I would go down the route of the politician one. Yeah. Because uh, I, I think that would be a better show. Would be kind of like have Black Lightning mixed with Prez. Yeah. I'll tell you what I haven't watched. Go on. By all accounts, I'm not going to watch. Is this Powerless show. I want to give it a go, because it looks kind of funny. I've heard a lot of bad things about it. Oh, fuck. Alright. But it's really, really bad. I'll give it a. Pi- I'll give it the pilot watch, see what it does. I was listening to major spoilers today, on the way yeah. back. Back from uni, and uh, Matthew just said that he just... He turned it off after about ten minutes. Oh, okay. This is that. That's a bad thing. Then, cause <laughs> apparently, they, they they've got Crimson Fox in it, the character. Right. And apparently, they were like, "It's Crimson Fox," and Matthew was like, "No, it's not." <laughs> yeah, because normally, because again, I I, lo- I love the major spoilers because I haven't listened to them in a while, but I love. No, oh, I haven't listened to them. I I picked it up. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts at the minute actually because coming back back and forth from uni. Uh, so I'll give you some give you some recommendations. Obviously, listen to us first. Um, yeah. We're your best. We're your best shout for news because I'm pretty up to date. Um, but yeah, major spoilers is a good one. Uh, been listening to iFanboy. They're very yeah. good. They um, they just look. They get a pick of the week and they do things, and then they go through a few other books. Comic book live, comic book club live, which is the nerdist comic book club podcast, is very good. Oh yeah. They also do a um, Riverdale chat show on Thursdays. So that's good. 
I like that. Um, the Weekly Planet, which is an Australian podcast, so has a couple of Aussie guys talking about comic book movies and stuff. That's brilliant. That's cool. They're Aussie and they're brilliant. So yeah, there's a few good stuff out there to listen to. That's, that's why this how why I've sort of been changing things out. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, so that's why things are changing a bit. It's a bit more discussion based rather than. What do you think of this news story? What do you think of that news story? Which is what this episode's been, but we went for it quickly. Yeah, see, this is one of those ones that, again, I'm on the right base of that, because, again, I've been a podcaster for a lot longer than this show. Um, my interest actually came from, because, again, Steven's, uh, Steven Schleicher is, like, head of Major Spoilers. The first I ever heard of him was on the morning stream, mm. which I highly... That is one of those ones. The Frog Packs Network, I recommend... Down to the like, if you want to listen to something, listen to that 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 network, which is mainly the morning stream, film sack for funny films. If you love World of Warcraft, the instance, mm. but just those top two, and yeah. then the yeah. spin-off for comedy, Night Attack. I think the great thing about major spoilers is you have. Uh, it's diff different group now than probably from when you were listening to what about it's still uh, Stephen, Matthew and Rodrigo yeah they've now got Ashley girl called Ashley on there instead of oh Matthew. she is new yeah um, and obviously you've got such a broad knowledge there because Matthew's very Matthew's very silver age and he is very old he's quite old school in comparison to the other two uh, whereas Stephen Stephen's quite good with his um is sort of indie stuff, and Rodrigo is quite good with the modern stuff. Yeah, because Stevens very good with modern stuff. Because Stevens, because uh, he, again he he appears on the morning stream on Mondays. Because the other cool thing about him as well is not only is he a massive comic book guy, he's also built he's built his own arcade cabinet. And so they have a little bit of a segment of because all three of the of the people on there are actually building their own arcade cabinets. But he recommended because he's recently recommending the Legion of Superheroes, and they're starting a new podcast which is about the Legion of Superheroes and called the Legion yeah, Clubhouse. They, yeah, they um, that's that's they've done that now. They they were talking about it on this week's Major Spoilers. Yeah, he's been massive about the Legion. Uh, I think it's a Patreon exclusive though. Yeah, I think it is, but I know, I, I think it might be a, be be on a delay, so it might be like a week after. You might be able to get it somewhere else, but. It's one of those ones of I'm kind of intrigued, intrigued to kind of try the Legion again because I've yeah. now found out that the Legion I was going to read was the terrible one, which is why I didn't like it. Well, you've got you've got it coming up in Rebirth. Yeah, that's true. I might give it a go when it comes out. But I'd, I'd recommend you reading the um, the Supergirl issues where they're going to sort that out. Yeah, I'll I'll give them to you when I've read them. Sounds good to me. Uh, if for, if you want to listen to a podcast that isn't comic books, um, uh, there's two that I listen to occasionally. Well, one that I listen to religiously and one that I listen to occasionally, uh, and that's the kind of funny boys. Mm -hmm. um, they do. They've got the kind of they've got the great game over Greggy show, and the kind of funny games cast. Game over Greggy show is a brilliant concept. Such a clever podcast. All it is: four people sat around a table. Each person brings a topic. They talk about it for a bit. So simple, but so brilliant. Simplest are the effective ones. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's always funny. Uh, you got Greg Miller. All four of the boys used to used to work at IGN. Oh, that's already good then. Um, and they were like the best people at IGN. Greg Miller used to do the Up and Noon show, and Colin Moriarty was like their top top reviewer. Tim Gates used to do all the video production and stuff. Yep. And, so, and you essentially you got Nick, who's the weird one, who's he likes to he likes to frame all his weird jokes, but he's the movie guy. Then you've got Greg, who's the comic book guy and the gamer guy. Then you've got Colin, who's the politics guy. And then you've got Tim, who's just the all-rounder. So you get this really nice mix of opinions and a really nice level of humour. So if you if you want one that you can have a laugh to, you can have, sit down and have a listen to it and have a laugh to. It's really highly recommended. And they get guests on every now and again, and they've, they've got a lot of contacts. They used to work for IGN, so they have some cool... Yeah, they're going to know quite a lot of people. Uh, they have Troy Baker on quite a bit, and I like Troy Baker. He's cool. He played the Joker. Right, I'm just loading up my podcast on my iPod now, so I can hear all the ones I listen to. So yeah, this, the point we're talking about this is we're just this is inspiration. This is where we're getting our inspiration from. Yeah, I've got. It's well, one of those ones of I've got inspiration from mm. Scott Johnson, who is the fro- the creator and ro- operator of the Frog Pants Network. Yeah, and. <clears throat> I don't listen to everything he does now. It's far too much and not enough of it that I kind of have an interest in. But I still am subscribed to The Instance, which is the World of Warcraft podcast. I'm subscribed to The Morning Stream, which is it is a Monday to Thursday show. To In the UK, it's actually a Tuesday to Friday show because, again, American times. Yeah. So their morning is like our evening. So it's a little bit funny. But it is... Just random antics. It's not. Uh, they'll list. They'll list off some of the crappiest news stories of the day, and then have guests on. So, like on their Mondays, you have Steven Schleicher from Major Spoilers. Uh, Tuesday, you have a maker called Bill Duran, who's quite infamous now in the in the um, prop making world for like cosplay and stuff like that. He does a lot of conventions, and then Justin Robert Young, who's a massive person for podcasting and. I think he's part of... He once was a part of the BitTorrent News group. And it, got, it kind of goes like that. And Thursday, you actually have a therapy section because um, Scott's uh, sister is a therapist. And so you actually get... like so Every single day, you kind of get like some really cool and interesting stuff. For you, though, Jake, I actually highly recommend FilmSack. FilmSack. So FilmSack is you get four guys. Scott, Brian Ebert, he also hosts Coverville, the most, I think it's like the biggest award-winning cover podcast. Uh, Brian Dunaway and Randy Jordan. And they will review one kind of random film stri- uh, streaming on Netflix a week. Yeah. So last week was Barton Fink. The week before was Cape Fear. Oh, I love Cape Fear. Um, and they've done stuff like Phenomenon, Critical Condition, Death Race 2, <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas, The Rock. And they'll review it for about an hour and a half. It's one of the funniest things I've ever listened to about watching a film that made me want to watch an absolutely crappy film. Yeah. See, I've got, by listening to all these podcasts, I've come up with 
with a few ideas that if this podcast got a bit be- got a bit bigger, possibly doing other podcasts. Yeah, I'm, I'll like, be, I'm with you on that one. Like I've had, I've got uh, one of our friends, uh, Josh. He's oh, he's often talked to me that he's he wants to do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and our friend Darren, um, and Darren's very very Silver Age, uh, very knowledgeable about the DC universe. Josh is very knowledgeable about the Marvel universe. So I think yes, yeah. it'd be quite good if <clears throat> if let's say that one was that one was me, Josh, and Darren sit down. And I sort of judge it, and they Marvel DC fight. Clash of the nerds. Clash of the nerds. And you can have sort of, and you can just general discussions about topics and Marvel and DC because then you have got such broad knowledge. The other one, I, I, I think I might have mentioned it before. I had no idea of this one way back. It was uh, I called it the weekly theme, where it would it would be a movie podcast, not a comic book one, where it'd be two or three people, probably three or four people. Each of them chooses a film, and all four of them watch all four of them watch the film. And then they just and there's a, th- a running theme. So like one week it'd be zombie films, next week it'd be uh, superhero movies, blah blah blah. And then you so you watch all four films, and then they just discuss all different four films. I always thought that'd be a nice idea. Four might be a bit much for a week, but see that just sounds a lot like film sack. Yeah, I think well, that could work to be honest. Because again, <laughs> we you are you are known to do a weekly movie. I do do. In... Yeah. In theory, you could do that as a podcast. Do the film and then have reactions to it. It would be a lot. It would be a lot more detailed than this one as well. Because I yeah. know what I'm talking about when it comes to film. <laughs> well, that's stuff we could think about doing. To yeah, be honest. and if, if it gets big enough, if this podcast gets big enough, I'm trying to network it. It's not going overly well. Got 20 followers on the Twitter. It's better than nothing. Got about 20 likes on the Facebook page as well. But I think the last episode. On YouTube, got about forty views or something like that. Uh, it got quite a lot of downloads, though. Yeah. So yeah, if it gets bigger, we could look into Patreon. Um, I'd love to make some money off this. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Thirty-five views the video got on YouTube. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad for a first episode. Especially on with YouTube's algorithms these days, that's really good. Yeah. And as soon as they what we've got twenty followers on Twitter. 20 followers on Facebook. Some of them are the same people. So you're looking at most, pretty much all of them watched it by the sounds of it. Or or possibly some other people just stumbled across it. Well, I mean, have you actually heard about the latest YouTube glitch? No. The latest one is apparently if you subscribe and unsubscribe, instead of it minusing one off your subscriber or minus two off your subscription... So, a lot of big YouTubers have lost, like, a hundred to, hundreds of thousands of subscribers from this one glitch. Um, Will, Will and he was talking about something, and it, it ended up that he'd got put on loads of recommended things. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone did a test this, because he was watching, like, some of the biggest YouTubers, like PewDiePie and stuff like that, and of seeing their counters go down. And he did an experiment of uh, seeing what would happen if he did it to himself. He ended up on minus 1,555 subscribers. So, no one's ever done a minus number except for this guy. So, it's going to be one of those ones of, there's a massive glitch right now. It's a weird one. We don't know how YouTube are going to react to it, because we don't actually know if Google want to keep YouTube running or not. 
But that's kind of like the whole underground is YouTube actually, is Google actually wanting YouTube or not? But that's another story for another day. Yeah, so so I think probably call it there. But yeah, that's a, that's that's a good. I don't want we had a, a good discussion there. It was an accidental topic discussion. Yeah, it was an hour and a half of what? a good show. That's that's a good standard show for us. Yeah, and I think I think I think getting rid of the reviews is a good idea. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing we, with you. We used to sort of drag on that a bit. They stalled. Whereas I think this new technique of having them uh, on the the new books on the on the Tumblr would be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye on the Tumblr. There's a lot. There'll be a lot of stuff posted up. Uh, next couple of days, uh, review of the Legion pilot will go on because that's on tonight. Yeah. Uh, Might even do some kind of like bonus episodes every now and again on this. Yeah, show. I want to do um, when. If you go and see it, well, I've got plans to go and see it next week. Uh, Lego Batman movie. I wouldn't mind trying to go see it. So I've got, I'm going to see that with a few of my uni friends next week. Um, obviously, we'll talk. We'll probably do an episode for Wonder Woman. And yeah. The, well, well, I think we'll try and do one for everything this year. To be yeah, yeah, it's a good challenge to set ourselves. So we do. We'd have a Lego Batman one. That one's not a not a hundred percent because it's. Like this week, um, Wonder Woman, Guardians, Spider Man, Thor, Avengers, no, not Avengers, Justice League, and Star Wars. I can guarantee at least three of those are a get definite. Yeah. If not, I'll do a little. I'll see all of them. So yeah, if we don't do a little, if we don't do a proper show, I'll do a little. YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't be too difficult. Because, <clears throat> yeah, I always go and see these films. I've already been to the cinema four times this year. It's only the sixth week. <laughs> I saw myself La La Land. Saw Silence. We talked about them already. Saw Manchester by yeah. the Sea. I saw Transport 2. Transport 2, Aaron. Oh, my God. What did I see? I've I've been once this this year, and it was just a big shocker for me because I'm not that big of a film guy. I can't remember what I went to see though. Um, oh, I saw um, Rogue One. Rogue One, it's a good film. It was, yeah. But Transport. I, I would actually say it's better than Episode Seven. Weirdly. Yeah, I think it is as well. Yeah. But yeah, Transport Two. Everybody go see that. Um, if you're an American viewer or listener, and you've never seen the original Transport. You probably won't get it because it's very British. <laughs> no, it's one of those ones I, I'd always say: watch the first one and then watch Trainspotting Two. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, although it doesn't, although it's completely new, it, it revolves a lot around what happened in Trainspotting One. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I think it is quite difficult for an American audience because not only is it British, it's Scottish. I was gonna say it's a Scottish <laughs> film. I love, I love that film. I absolutely love Transforming. Anyway, that is a show, ladies and gents. So, Twitter, at Comics Relaunched. Tumblr, at Comic Relaunched on Twitter, not comics. Comic. Uh, comicsrelaunched.tumblr.com for the blog. And Comics Relaunched Podcast on Facebook. Messages there, send us any messages, send us feedback. Love to hear your feedback. If you want yeah. feedback on the show, we can mention your names. Recommendations from you as well of what uh, what you want to see from the show. What should we do? Topic ideas? 
don't send Walking Dead though because I don't want to put myself through that. Do you want to hear me rant more about Japanese stuff? Because I can do that if you wish. (laughs) It's one of those ones I don't know Um, what our audience wants these days because we yet to talk about that shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so you can send us that or you can send us an email. Obviously, like I said earlier, you can send us anonymous messages on Tumblr. So if you don't like your name being said, do it on there. But yeah, jkarch16 at gmail.com or justpilotcast at gmail.com. Get us there. If you can't remember those, they're on the Facebook, they're on the YouTube. So send us a message. Tell us what you want and we'll give it to you unless it's Walking Dead because we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I do Game of Thrones. Might, but you can get that from everyone else. So, you know. Yeah. I'll watch Game of Thrones eventually. Well, I'll I'm on season it. three now. Still on After season one. Seven years. <laughs> anyway, thank Good you night. all for listening if you've tuned in for this long. And we will see you for the next one. Later, Be people. worthy. <laughs> <laughs>